I'm Susan West, and this is the People and Profit Podcast. Yes, I said and. As business leaders, we should never have to choose between our people and our bottom line. I believe that you can lead with love while creating wealth. This is your opportunity to learn and grow with me. Thank you for joining me again. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what leaders need to hear, but oftentimes don't want to. We hear a lot of buzz in the industry about getting out of your comfort zone. Quite frankly, in the industry, motivational speakers, coaches talk about getting out of your comfort zone. But today, I'm going to address the harm that staying in your comfort zone can create. Consider this a trendy conversation from a different vantage point today. Here I am, Susan West, with People and Profit on the Reframe. So we should do what we do well, right? That's what people say, do what we do well. But how about this? Maybe doing what we do well is staying in our comfort zone. The risk of doing what we do well and not developing the people under us or the people around us that could do better, that is the risk of staying in your comfort zone, one of the risks of staying in your comfort zone. I'd suggest we need to let go. I suggest we need to teach others how to do what we do well. And I'll talk a little later today about, listen, sometimes we're killing it, right? We're the best in the room. But again, there's risks when you're in the best in the room and you appear like you're out of your comfort zone But sometimes being the best and killing it, we are right smack in the middle of our comfort zone. And doing that means we're not developing others to take our place. And I'm going to talk today about the pain that that can cause, the lack of growth that that can cause, and where you're really neglecting not only the people that work for you's growth, but your own growth by not allowing other people to do what you do well. I think it's really important to also say this. Y'all I know can see a theme through my podcasts. And I know that I've said this before. They all intertwine because part of letting go, part of teaching others, part of delegating is you teach, you step back, you inspect. Inspect what you expect. Remember that one? You teach, you step back, you inspect. And it becomes a dance where eventually you're letting go. And I promise you, you will see that other people can take it to the next level. And they're supposed to. It's so funny or interesting to me when you see somebody that's taken over someone else's job and they're like, well, I'm just taking it so much further than he did. Well, you're supposed to. When you are given a promotion or you earn a promotion or you take over something that someone else began, they've given you a foundation And they've taken it a certain level to a certain level, and it's your job to take it to the next level. So I would suggest this. If you're the person that is creating the foundation and you're giving it to the next person that's earned it, then be willing to let it go and don't be uncomfortable or fearful or insecure that they're going to take it beyond where you took it because they're supposed to. And if you're the person that's next in line, that's getting the job that someone else set a foundation for you, and you are tweaking things, you are adding things, you are subtracting things, and you take it to the next level, don't be too boastful because they did give you a foundation that they had built. So I think it's really important, again, to get rid of the boasting. If you are the person taking it on, 
and get rid of the fear and the insecurity if you are the person passing it on. In our operation, you all know this, Fidelity National Title, we have Ashley Scipioni, we have Jesse Pittman, and we have me, and we're the three leaders. And we have other leaders on our team, but essentially we're the three top leaders. And I would say this, Ashley, you know this to be true, and it's important to understand it's natural that it's it's important to understand that it's it's natural that this is true, that Ashley's esteem has come from a lot of years, her knowledge, her experience, but also she is the best, I would say, in the industry at creating systems, at performing systems, at being able to handle a desk full of files and several other things at the same time. And Ashley has built her career and her esteem on that. But now Ashley's working with other people. Lucy's somebody that Ashley works with right now. And it's Ashley's job to teach Lucy how to be better than she is. It's Ashley's job to teach Lucy while teaching Lucy to listen to her ideas and allow Lucy to say, hey, I've got some insight from my vantage point, from my point of view. And the risk, which I said I would talk about, if Ashley doesn't do that, that we won't have growth in our operation, that Ashley will stay in her comfort zone. Do you hear what I'm saying? Sometimes your comfort zone is a really fabulous place to be. And people assume comfort zone, like we're sitting back on the couch, right? That we're snuggled up in our pajamas, not moving. It almost sounds a little lazy, right? You're comfortable, you're, you're sitting, you're stagnant, you're not moving. It's comfortable. But I'm suggesting comfort zone can be exhilarating, can be fabulous because you're doing what you love and what you do best. But your steam is in its comfort zone. So that's really what I'm introducing in this part of my podcast is your esteem in its comfort zone. And for Ashley, now her esteem needs to be built from growing a district through others and letting somebody else take the seat, take the reins of being the expert so that Ashley can move on and do what's next for her. Same with Jesse, director of sales and marketing. What is she doing? She cannot, by the way, back up. Jesse still holds the record for number one in creating the most business, breaking records, creating the most revenue for the company the fastest, even with the reps we have now that are doing fabulously. She still holds that record. But if Jesse keeps making sales calls, if Jesse keeps uh, measuring herself and her esteem on that measurement, where's the growth? So she needs to transition clients, which she has to her rep. She needs to teach her reps. She needs to let her reps go and trip and fall, let her reps go and succeed, right? A lot of things that she needs to do so that she can go into other rooms, bigger rooms to create bigger opportunities for our company. But Jesse can't do that unless she was willing, which she was and she is, as Ashley is, to let go of where her esteem was measured in the past. And for me, I have to give up things too, Jesse and Ashley. And I have to step back and allow them to move things forward. And I have to not be in the room sometimes. I have to not be on the stage sometimes. And all of that allows me further growth for where I'm at in my career and my life and allows them further growth for where they're at in their life and their careers. With that being said, I will also say when you are aware of getting your esteem out of its comfort zone, so there can be growth. We talked about inspect what you expect, but I would say communication, heightened communication is critical. 
So we communicate often. And what happens when you're willing to go down this road, right? Go down this path, have this journey of growth for everyone. Eventually, the communication will subside because you all have found your dance. It's really a great opportunity. So be careful not to continue to measure yourself off of old metrics. And I don't want to sting anybody's ego here or hurt anyone's feelings here, but are your best days behind you or in front of you? Or have you ever been around somebody that brags more about their college days or their early career days? And, and listen, this could be about a career. It could be about an athletic something, you know, a college sport. It could be about when they were fit. It could be about anything in their life. But have you ever been around somebody that brags often about their past? And when I'm around people like that, I want to say, tell me, those aren't your best days. So the risk of staying in your comfort zone is that your best days are behind you. And I would say, we don't want to talk all the time about the past, but we also don't want to talk about all the time about what we're going to be in the future. What we want to do is grab your future now and do activities now that make certain that your steam nor your person are sitting in your comfort zone so that we can reach out and we can grab our future. Has anybody ever said, I really want to be average, right? No, never, right? Maybe there are some people, not me, not people on my team and not people that I surround myself with, certainly. But another risk of being in your comfort zone is that you're risking that you're allowing yourself and your team to be average. And if you're watching this podcast, I know that that's not what you want. Quite frankly, when we watch podcasts, right, or we read things or we have conversations with people that are more successful than we are, we don't want to be average. So I'm just assuming, and I think I'm right, that everyone that's here watching today doesn't want to be average. And that's a risk if you stay in your comfort zone. I think it's also important to understand that when there is someone on your team that is able to outperform you, let them. That's so freeing to let them. But also, what I love about Fidelity National Title, our Eastern Division, is we allow our new talented team members to outperform us, but they allow us to teach them what we know. It's the perfect conversation. So I would suggest to you, if you have somebody that you can sense from the beginning can outperform you, remember that you have to have so many days on this earth to know how to do a job well. I interviewed somebody today and she spoke about how there are some things that she just doesn't know yet in her role. And I said, well, you can't know those things because you haven't been in your role long enough. Now, her talent could be far beyond mine. But when you are getting out of your comfort zone, when you are in this category of the conversation, recognizing that somebody on your team can outperform you, you're going to let go. You're going to allow them but you're also going to know when to pull the reins in and know when to communicate. You got to stop here to make sure you've got the foundation right. Now, what's your idea? Now, how do you want to do it? Now, run. But we're going to walk, we're going to jog, we're going to run, and we're going to have stopping points. Let's just call them water breaks so that we can have conversation. Remember, I talked about that. So we can have conversation. So don't just let somebody loose. But do allow yourself to free up 
average, excel to beyond average by getting out of your comfort zone. And I want to be clear. I talked about the job, the role being your comfort zone, but we're also in our comfort zone when everybody believes we can do the job better than anyone else. But when you can see, sometimes it's out of the corner of your eye, but sometimes it's dead on that you can see someone's more than ta- more talented than you, I would suggest that comfort zone comes from fear. And you will, your fear will be revealed at some point. And it will be way more embarrassing and way more of a pain to your self-esteem to be exposed that you're holding somebody back because of fear than it is just to let go, free yourself, allow them to take the next step, but also allow them to realize your worth and your knowledge and partner in them, listen to this, partner in them advancing beyond you. And when your team advances as a leader, you do too. But I think it's really also important to say this, what if you're better than your team at something? What if you're a better public speaker? What if you're better on the camera? What if you're better in the closing room from what we do in title? What if you're faster on the computer or better typer? Better typist, I should say, right? What if you're better? Then should we keep doing the job? No, we should allow people to improve and get in front of the camera, get behind the camera, get in front of the computer and type, get in front of the programming, whatever the role is, allow them to fail with a safeguard system in place, right? So that your company doesn't fail, but allow them to fall, help them back up. Remember, I said, we'll walk, we'll jog, we'll run. Well, sometimes we're just gonna sit up straight. Sometimes we're gonna crawl. But we're going to help people, even when we are the star of the show, help people share our stardom, share our success, share our limelight. And don't allow your comfort zone with being excellent, with being the life of the party, with being the star of the show. Because I want you to know, again, comfort zone can be exhilarating. Don't let your comfort zone blind you from seeing even though you are truly the best at something in your world pour into someone else to make them the best so recognize when someone's better stay in your lane let them stay in their lane give them your lane but also recognize when you're the best for the job it's your job to teach others and to be patient and allow their talent to excel beyond yours and listen here i want to say this too sometimes People feel stuck. They feel overwhelmed. Have you ever heard the word martyr? People have more on their plate than they can say grace over. And a lot of times people's esteem is built off of, a person's esteem is built off of, I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much work. I have to come into the office this early and stay this late. Is that, a, is that you're overwhelmed or is that you've created a comfort zone because you've built your esteem off of being the only person that can do the job. So there is a risk in not getting out of your comfort zone that you don't grow. And I think what you're doing, what we're doing, is we're weighing the risk, thinking that the risk is, and some of us don't even think this consciously, but the real risk is, who are we if we're not 
doing these things when you're successful. And who we are is we're leaders and we're teaching others to do what we do better than what we do. And even if you're an entry-level person in a role, if you want to get to the next level, you have to teach somebody to do your entry-level job. Don't be afraid to teach them to do it better than you did. I also want to talk to you all about leaders and comfort zone. Comfort zone is avoiding to hear when people have criticisms of us. Comfort zones are not attacking the criticism head on by listening and by asking people that work for you, people that work with you, people that are your peers, your subordinates, and your management team. What do you see in me? What do you think I can do better? And I would always suggest that we know when people are critical than us are critical of us, and we should be asking before they tell us. We should be asking, and then guess what? We should be listening. We should be really quiet when they tell us. And how about this concept? When someone brings you an idea and you don't like the whole idea, Jessie said this when we had our prep meeting for this podcast. She said, how about saying, yes, we can do that and we can do this, instead of saying what we often say is, yes, but these are the reasons why that won't work in its entirety. So try this as a leader. Ask opinions, not only about the system, not only about the procedure, not only about the business, but ask opinions about you. Ask opinions about what they think we should change, what you should change, both you know, as a person in your role, but as a company, as a leader. And if you don't like their whole idea, say, yes, we can do this and we can do this instead of yes, but try that. But I would suggest, but I just said the word, but, and I would suggest that what I believe 100% and what I trust that our culture is becoming more and more of every day is people and profit. And I have learned that my comfort zone in my physical being, in my role, in my company, in my esteem does not speak to people and profit. So if you want to take care of your people and your profit, also define yourself as one of your people that you need to take care of. So take care of your people, including yourself and your profit by getting out of your comfort zone and by really figuring out, and this is what I trust you've done a little bit more of today, figuring out why you're in your comfort zone and don't blame others figure out why you're in your comfort zone. And it will lead you to caring for people, including you, and managing profit because we all are in a business to make a profit. Thank you again for watching and listening to People in Profit with me, Susan West. Remember to like, share, and leave a comment for us. Your feedback is very important. Also, be sure to check us out on Instagram at the reframe underscore FNT, Facebook, at the Reframe FNT and LinkedIn at the Reframe FNT. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Reframes People and Profit with me, Susan West. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Stockworth Studios production.